Welcome to the Mining My Own Mind podcast, where we stop focusing on other people's mindsets and start minding our own. Mining Your Own Mind promotes conversations and dialogues about mental health, mindset topics, optimistic outlooks, and mindfulness so that you can relate, learn, and grow into the ultimate master of your reality. This is Michelle, and let's get it started. Hello and welcome to the Minding My Own Mind podcast. This is Michelle. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic is going to be focusing on growth and transitions. And although this is a really big topic, we're going to be focusing more so on appreciation of yourself during the transitions and the identities that continue to evolve throughout the process. So who you were, who you are, and who you are becoming. So first I want to talk about my straight hair to curly hair journey. So the majority of my life up till about five years ago, I wore my hair straight. I chemically straightened it. I flat ironed it. I blow dried it, whatever. I straightened my hair and that was just my primary hairstyle. That's who I was. And this year for Halloween, as a part of my costume, I straightened my hair. So currently, for the past five years, I think it is, I've been wearing my hair curly in its natural form, which I have loved. I feel so empowered now. It's amazing. I can't imagine another me. And so when I did straightened my hair for Halloween, it did feel like a costume. It felt like someone else. When I looked in the mirror, Not that I couldn't recognize myself, but I no longer identified with that hairstyle. So it felt like like an alien. It felt very different and not who I was. And it wasn't that it looked bad. It's not that I'm ashamed of the 25 years that I had straightened my hair, but it's just not who I am now. And I didn't become super empowered and love my hair overnight. It didn't start out like that. It started out with me being like, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to stop straightening my hair. And in the beginning, as you can ask most people who have ever gone through like at least a physical transition like this, your body is not used to that. Like if it was a weight loss journey, it's probably the same thing. If you're getting off sugar, it's probably the same thing. But for me with my hair, my hair had been fried most of my life. So as I'm trying to get it, to go back to its natural state or into a different state of being, it's got to get rid of all the other stuff. And it's not going to look pretty right away. When you're first switching from straight hair to curly hair, your curls do not look the way you want them to look. My curls now do not look like the way they did when I first stopped straightening my hair. But once you start to trust the process, once you start to learn more, get more excited, put more effort into it, and really just accept that it's going to take time to become what you really want it to be, then it helps the process and it helps you be happy within the time. It helps you be happy in the present instead of only looking towards the indesirable goal. Because sometimes the indesirable goal can change. And what you really also realize is that over time, you're going to have to be happy in that present moment because the goal is consistently evolving as well. As you are evolving, your goals are evolving as well. And not only are your goals evolving, but you are evolving, which is the whole point. You're growing, you're changing, you're transitioning from one thing to the next. 
So it doesn't only have to do with hair. Obviously, this is something that you can look at in all big transitions in life. So I used to fully identify with having straight hair and I have no shame that I used to straighten my hair. I loved it at the time. It's just not who I am now. And that's a good thing that we are able to, as humans, observe our growth, observe the things we want to change, consciously be aware of change. We're able to do so much with it. Take advantage of that, right? Thank God we are able to change. Thank God for growth. Think about who you were when you were 12. Think about who you were five years ago. What identity did you have five years ago? How did you approach the world and look at the world five years ago? My goals five years ago were totally different. My goals six years ago when I first moved abroad were completely different. My goals almost a decade ago when I was just finishing college were totally different. That Michelle is not the same Michelle that is talking to you today. But that is a great thing because we should not stay the same in that way. And you should also be okay with the changes in the changing process and know that growth is not linear. So sometimes you're going to go up and then you're going to go down, but it's up to you how far down you're going to be going before you pick yourself back up and continue on the upward growth. You get to choose your mindset in the situation and you changing your mindset in the situation will help you to stop the downward momentum and go back up. You changing your mindset in the situation and being accepting that growth is not linear, but that you are going to grow will allow you to be patient in those times that things are not all going the way they should be. Think about how many things in your life that didn't work out that you're happy they didn't work out. Think about the people you dated that you're like, I am so happy that that did not work out. Think about friends you had that you lost. Think about different stages of life that you can appreciate for what they were, but that you're so happy they didn't work out in that way. You can see that now looking back, but in those moments, were you able to be like, hey, you know what? It might not be working out right now, but something is going to work out for me. Or were you like, this is the end of the world. I have no idea what is going to come of my life now that this event has happened. And if you're able to do that now, looking back in those moments now that you feel like you can't see the bigger picture, think about the future you. Future Michelle is going to have those same thoughts about the Michelle that is talking into the microphone right now. Future Michelle is going to be like, in the bigger picture, I'm happy that blah, 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 blah happened because that was good, even though I couldn't see it in that moment. Are you able to forgive and be kind to your previous self that probably did the best they could with the knowledge they had? Now, hopefully you know that there's so many things that you did know. There were plenty of things that you didn't know. And there's always going to be things that you don't know that you don't know. So knowing that there's this endless amount of knowledge and the need to continuously grow, can you be forgiving with yourself, that past self, so that you can allow your present self to grow into who you want to be, gain that knowledge needed to become who you want to be? What would you change if you could going back and then change that now? You should be striving to just be the best version of yourself in the present moment. And the more patience you can have with yourself in that case, 
you will also start to be able to focus on the fact that growth is not linear. So that growth is more like a zigzag line going up diagonally. Because of this, your mindset matters a lot. Because when you're on that downward spike, just after some great things have happened, are you going to let that ruin you? Are you going to let that take you down twice as much as you went up? Or are you going to focus and say, hey, this is all a part of the situation? How many times did things from the past not work out and you were happy about it? See that and then think of future you and future you is going to see your current state in the same way. So trying to be patient with yourself in the current state is going to help you to be able to focus a lot more. And speaking of identities with the subject of transitions and growth, it's not only your physical identity that can change over time, obviously, but your mindset and the identity that you're projecting to others and what others are going to project back onto you. So for example, I'm an extrovert. This is a quite easy one. Most people know me. I'm very social. I talk a lot. I'm out all the time. I enjoy being around people. But there's also times that I realize where I do still want to be around people, but I actually don't feel like talking. I feel perfectly fine just sitting and being. But there are a lot of people who expect me to be their entertainment. They expect me to talk and entertain them. And at one point within the past years, as my awareness grew, and then I noticed this identity that kept getting reflected back to me, even though, yes, I am social and all these things, I'm still allowed to make my decisions. It came with a lot of setting boundaries as to, hey, I'm not going to be your entertainment all the time. Sometimes I want to sit here and actually not say anything. And that's the way I feel. So that's what I'm going to do. And of course, that's not going to reflect well with everyone who's expecting me to come in and be their entertainment. Because of this identity I had with being an entertainer, which it's not to say that I'm not an entertaining person, but at the same time, having to have the responsibility of being entertaining for everyone else. Well, I didn't want that identity anymore. I only wanted to start hanging out with people who were just as entertaining to me. And this can happen with people of other personality types as well. This can happen to you with your business where everyone's always expecting you to be gun ho Everyone's expecting you to be aggressive all the time. And sometimes you just don't want to be and you should be allowed to be who you want at all times. So you have to really start to identify who am I and who do I want to be and then also address that and focus on each of those aspects. So as I become more and more aware, I realize like, hey, I like doing these things. I don't like doing these things. I like being around these people. I don't like being around these people. This is Michelle that I am currently and I'm going to act accordingly. Maybe I've, I've had stages of life where I was much more reactive. And then I started realizing like, sometimes I'm not as reactive as I'm coming off at. I'm reacting because those around me are expecting me to react and the situations are causing me to react in a way that isn't actually true to who I am. So realizing the identity that you want to have and who you are and then accordingly adjusting so that you can continue to grow into who you want to be. Another part of this growth is being able to acknowledge your ignorance. And not everyone's going to be able to acknowledge their ignorance, but knowing that in the past, I was much more ignorant about certain subjects that I am now no longer ignorant about. But that does not mean that 
what I think I'm no longer ignorant about is even correct either. It's a journey. It's a process. It's a continuous cycle of learning more and more and then adjusting. Is this something I believe in? Am I able to implement this new ideal into my life? How am I going to do that? But think about how dumb some of your thoughts were when you were younger, like stupid stuff that just lived in your head rent-free. You preached it like you would be a martyr for it. And then hopefully you grew and realized, actually, I was an idiot and I'm no longer that person anymore. I am mature enough to know I don't think those stupid thoughts anymore. And so the easiest way I can compare this besides comparing it to the hair journey where you're growing out the old you, you're growing out years and years of programming, years and years of identities that have been projected on you, whether it's identity of being a good big brother, a good son, a good mom, a good friend, whatever it is, being the pushover and not realizing that you too are also feeding into that identity. It takes time to really realize all those things happening and then learning, learning, learning about how to take care of your hair, about how to fix that thing and slowly changing into who you want to become. An even better example I like to use would be with cell phones. So let's start with phones and let's start with the basic cell phones, which were like flip phones, the razor, all those things. That's just like you growing up, getting basic knowledge. And then the first smartphone comes out and that's version. Let's say when you turn 21, that's version 2.1. And each year you're going to version 2.2, 2.3, 2.4. But the point is each time you're building on to the previous version of yourself. So you should have all the knowledge of your previous self. So version 2.5 has all the knowledge of every version up to version 2.5. But version 2.5, Michelle, is not the same as version 3.1, Michelle. Because 3.1, Michelle, has all the knowledge of all the problems that version 2.5 had and has worked out the kinks of version 2.7, which had some issues, version 3.0, which was a fantastic year and a fantastic model. But 3.1 is still better. Why? Because I should be consistently becoming better with the knowledge that I already have. Should be consistently becoming the best Michelle that I can possibly become. And this isn't an episode on comparing yourselves to others, comparing yourself to others. But when you are consistently ranking your growth compared to yourself, you should actually be getting better. When people are like, oh, I'm so old. Well, you chose to be a crappy version of 3.1 because 3.1 for me is the best Michelle that I have ever been. And 3.2 is going to be even better. So if you choose that you're just going to stop growing and you're just going to keep releasing the same model over and over again, well, that's what you're going to get. So there's some food for thought. Try to look at what did version, what did your most previous version of you do that current you would not do? 
How different are you reacting to things this year versus last year? How different are you than three years ago? And it's not all going to be career. It's not all going to be so obvious, but there is some way you have grown over the year. Are you better at communication? Are you becoming a better friend? Are you acknowledging that you want to get smarter and you started reading more books, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, seeking knowledge? Did you just learn to take care of yourself better? Are you being more patient with yourself? Are you being kinder to yourself? Are you allowing yourself to rest? There's so many areas of life that don't get acknowledged besides the career that if your mind game got better, then basically the rest of your life probably got better. But it's so easy to forget those things that aren't physical, those things that maybe not everyone sees. Maybe everyone doesn't see that your anxiety got better. Maybe everyone doesn't see that you've been meditating every day. Maybe everyone doesn't see all these things, but it's not for them anyways. It's for you. And you need to learn to be proud of yourself in your journey of growth because you will consistently be in a journey of growth for the rest of your life. Anyways, I hope this gives you a few things to think about for your upcoming release in the next year, your new latest model. Who do you want to be? And what things are you going to change about your previous models so that the next model can continue to be the best model yet. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and follow so you can get new episodes every Wednesday. And if you could write a review on Apple podcast or Google podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. Yep.